Welcome to another episode of Mini Fellowship in Movement Disorders, where we take most challenging concepts in movement disorders and simplify them into easy-to-follow explanations. I'm your host, Danish Bahati, a movement disorder neurologist who loves to teach physicians online, especially in the developing countries. Here's a quick answer to a question from one of our uh, candidates, Dr. Rashmuni for Mini Fellowship in Movement Disorders 2021. The question is about a brief overview on Duopa or intestinal treatment with Cinnamid or liquid carbidopa, levodopa infusion gel and duodopa is another name that is used for this treatment. So this is a brief overview in less than uh, five to 10 minutes, but we can of course discuss it in more details later on in one of our weekly video rounds. So duopa uh, is a liquid form of carbidopa levodopa, which is given as an infusion, continuous infusion, through a pump. Pump has a cartridge that you insert into the pump. It uh, You set up a rate on the pump on at what rate you want to infuse. You hook up that tube that comes out of the cartridge from the pump with a tube that goes into patient's stomach. And the tube then travels through the stomach and goes beyond the stomach into duodenum and then into first part of jejunum and the tip sits in the jejunal first or second part of jejunum and that's where the drug comes out and is absorbed so the duopa or lev- uh, is basically levodopa and then carbidopa is a levodopa analog so levodopa is ab- absorbed uh, by the same receptors that absorb aromatic amino acid so alanine phenylalanine and these aromatic amino acids are the one that actually are converted into levodopa. So levodopa is dioxy, so dopa, dioxyphenylalanine. So it's like a, it's a partial metabolite of phenylalanine and alanine can be converted into phenylalanine by the body. So these amino acids are converted into these dioxyphenylalanine and the dioxyphenylalanine uh, can be of two form. Uh, lever dextro and that's based on the direction of the rotation of the circle in the phenylalanine and if the dioxyphenylalanine is left-handed then it's levo and if it's right-handed it's dextro and it's a levo form that is utilizable by the human body and that's what we give an infusion all this discussion is basically to uh, clarify the point that the levodopa has to be absorbed by the same amino acid receptors in the gut that absorb the aromatic amino acids like uh, alanine and phenylalanine. So, and those are only present in uh, jejunum, I believe first and second part of jejunum. So the drug as you give uh, either duopa or a pill of carbidopa levodopa has to travel through the stomach and through the duodenum and reach all the way to jejunum and then has a short area probably 8 to 10 inches where there are receptors to absorb it and if it crosses beyond that then there is no further absorption anymore and you just basically pass it out in stool and all this discussion is important to stress the point on why duopa infusion therapy is better than oral pills and the main comparison is that when you take a pill the pill opens opens up and dissolve and now you you have this carbidopa levodopa you know kind of in a dissolved particular state a particulate or or a liquid state in the stomach that is then passed on to duodenum and then passed on to jejunum so the drug absorption of a pill depends on its dissolution or disintegration in the stomach and then passing timely passing to the 
duodenum uh, and then making it towards jejunum and then staying there enough uh, or getting it to it in a small enough amount to be absorbed without oversaturating the receptors uh, otherwise it will just continue onwards beyond jejunum and then it will be useless and won't be absorbed anymore and so all of this timing has to be perfect and all of this in disintegration and and dissolving of the coating and all that has to be perfect for the drug to be fully absorbed and initially in Parkinson's disease, it is perfect. And that's why levodopa orally is 100% absorbed and absorbed in a reliable way and in a timely fashion. So every 30, 45 minutes after taking the pill, the patient feels a kick in where it's the absorption starts. However, as the disease progress, the um, gastroparesis or slowing of stomach happens. And then there is the small, short, small bowel overgrowth of bacteria that happens and uh, SBO and uh, there is this concerns about H. pylori infections that happen in Parkinson's more commonly and all of that leads to poor absorption of levodopa due to lack of disintegration, lack of release in a timely fashion to duodenum or release in large amount and quantity oversaturating the jejunal receptors and so on and so forth. So to bypass all of that, what we have done with the duopa therapy is to create a mechanism where we can infuse a levodopa directly into the jejunum where it's absorbed in a small amounts in a consistent fashion so that the blood level of levodopa remains constant. And the hope is that that provides a more constant supply to the brain for that levodopa to be used for dopamine. The last point I want to say in this recording, so, so as not to make it too long, is that the, the challenge of making a liquid form of levodopa had been that the levodopa does not absorb in water. So if you take 100 ml of water and you put levodopa into it, let's say one tablet, which is 100 milligram of levodopa, I believe only one milligram of that levodopa is actually dissolved in water and the other just settles down as particulate matter. So it's kind of just crushed pill just settles down. Now you can shake it and suspend it for a while and it floats, the small particles will float for a while, but then it will just settle down again. Crushing the tablet does help improve the absorption uh, more quickly. It makes it easier to pass through the stomach than the tablet, but still it does not reach the reliability that you want um, for a continuous absorption. And you may just get a rush of levodopa and then nothing afterwards. Um, so the that has been one of a problem of why levodopa infusions or syrups or suspensions did not exist. Although off-label, many of us have done it, uh, and we can discuss that a little bit more later on on what tricks we have used off-label to create kind of suspensions for patients to take who cannot swallow tablets or are not absorbing the tablets. But the solution that uh, the drug companies came up with was to create a matrix of a gel for cellulose gel and then embed small particles very tiny particles of carbidopa levodopa inside that gel matrix in a way that it does not it remains suspended so it does not settle anymore because it's gel it's thick viscous liquid so it's like trapping those particles in suspension without letting it settle but even that is technically very challenging and that added more complexity to the solution. So for example, the gel matrix that is used for duopa therapy has to remain in a freezing temperature. And once you bring it down to room temperature, you warm it up, 
देन इट रिमेन्स अ जेल फॉर्म और लिक्विड फॉर्म इन द रूम टेम्परेचर फॉर ट्वेंटी फोर आवर्स और सो इन देन इट स्टार्ट बिकमिंग ड्रायर एंड थिकर एंड ग्रेजुअली टर्न इन टू मोर कैंड ऑफ अ गम गमी सॉलिड एंड नॉट रिमेन्स अ फ्लोइंग लिक्विड एनी मोर एंड इफ यू डोंट फ्लश आउट द ट्यूब्स आफ्टर ट्वेंटी फोर आवर्स विद द ओल्ड लिवरोपा देन दैट ओल्ड डुओपा then that will clog up the tubes and will block it and make it unusable anymore and so so, so is true for the cartridges so the cartridge can only be used for less than 24 hours and you should only warm it up just before starting to use it so often patients will put it out on their bedside the night before to use it in the morning to bring it to the room temperature uh and and so on and so forth and even in the freezing there are two there's a deep freeze and there is a low freeze or a refrigeration and you know the low freeze or refrigeration can last i think 2 weeks or 3 weeks but a deep freeze for you know more longer storage for 3 months or more you have to put in a deep, on a more freezing temperature i think like minus 8 centigrade or something and uh, i'm not sure on exact details but so- something like concept is something like that and even with those uh, deep freezing temperatures of minus 8 minus 10 or higher it only lasts for 3 months or so and then the reliability of the suspension of that levodopa in the gel becomes less uh, reliable so you cannot store it for for longer than 3 months even with very freezing temperatures i believe but you know some of those details i'm not 100% clear on but just to give you a sense of how complex it is to create a suspension of a levodopa that will remain suspended and can be given as a liquid form in a continuous fashion so we'll we'll hopefully discuss this more in future to learn more about the mini fellowship visit our website for university of nebraska medical center department of neurological sciences where you can be part of the community and ask us questions you can write to me on mdclinicforyou@gmail.com it's m d c l i n i c number 4 u at @gmail.com and follow me on youtube for longer discussions by searching for danish bahati d a n i s h space b h a t t i you can also find me on twitter at danishbahati_md and on linkedin